This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we're going to be talking about launch mistakes you might make if you're a beginner, if you're a little more experienced, or if you're an advanced launcher and you've been launching for years. So if that sounds interesting to you, you want to learn what these mistakes are and how to avoid them, keep listening. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. So today, you know, actually lately, I'll start there. I've been thinking about launch mistakes, mistakes that we make, mistakes we've realized we make after our launches and after any launch or campaign or promotion, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a really good idea to look at what happened and really think about what mistakes we can, you know, avoid next time. So today we're going to dive into mistakes you might make if you're a beginner, when you're a little more experienced, and if you consider you're someone who's advanced and knowledgeable about your launches. Because at every single stage of your business, there is the potential, there is the possibility to make these mistakes. And no one is immune to it. So I think that is the main thing. No one is immune to making these mistakes. And I want to also encourage you today to even listen to mistakes. If, if I, as soon as I start the beginner mistakes, don't just say, oh, well, I'm not a beginner. These don't apply to me because I truly believe we can all make mistakes that, that, I'm, li- that I'm listing here, no matter if we consider ourselves more advanced, we've been launching for years, we have many products, we're doing really well, but there's always room for improvement, okay? There's always the could be better list. And I'm going to be talking about that a lot in the, in the coming weeks and months, uh, how to get better, no matter where you are in the process, because that's all that we need to focus on is the continual improvement. Okay. So let's dive in and I'm, I'm going to try to give you some, some insights into things that I've actually made. In fact, all of these mistakes I've made and some of them I forget and then I make again. And I think that is okay. I'm okay with that, (laughs) but at least I know that I made the mistakes, right? And I think that's why I'm doing this for you because over the years, I've written a lot about launch mistakes you can make. In fact, I'm going to put the links to all of those blog posts. I got to make sure I go back and check to make sure that they're all current and relevant. And so, but I think this is an interesting conversation because mistakes give us our to-do list. I heard that from 
I want to say I heard that from Brooke Castillo. If you're not following Brooke or listening to her podcast, make sure you go and listen and let her know that I sent you because her podcast alone has shifted how I think about my business and how I think about things like mistakes. Okay, let's dive in. So beginner's mistakes. So these are the kinds of mistakes that generally happen when you're first trying to launch something, when you're first putting your business out to the world, when you're first sharing your services or your course or whatever it is. It doesn't matter what you are launching. These are really easy mistakes to make. So first, your ideal customer avatar. What? What is that? (laughs) You're not getting to know your audience well enough. You're not getting to know and understand what they are challenged with. And so I find that one of the biggest mistakes, really you can make at any stage, but this comes up at the beginning especially, is in our eagerness to get our thing out to the world, we don't give ourselves enough time to get to know our audience and build a relationship with them right? And building a relationship with them means a lot of different things. It might mean getting consistent on publishing a podcast, which I'll admit I haven't been good at over the last couple of months only because, well, I don't even know. I'm not going to blame it on coronavirus or COVID-19. I'm not going to blame it on any of that, but it is what it is. It's been coming. It's enhanced the mistakes that I would normally be making anyways. And so consistency does build, help build that relationship. It helps you show up. It helps the the right people show up on a consistent basis for you as well. So getting consistent before your launch is one of the biggest mistakes you can make. I mean, not getting consistent really. Um, In addition to that, not setting up systems to handle all the pieces of your launch. Now, not they don't need to be automated systems, but you need to have systems for pretty much anything that you might think you want to do in a launch. And if you don't think through those things, like the step-by-step process, then you might find that you don't have a great launch and you're not going to be able to put your finger on it because you <laughs> setting up systems actually shows you what went wrong and where you made mistakes, Okay. It doesn't mean your system is going to be perfect out of the gate. It just means you're going to know, okay, well, I did this to share my webinar that I did. I did this. This was my process for doing my challenge. And then you can dig in and find the thing to change to make your system better. So setting up systems actually allows you to just see what to improve and see what didn't work. Um, another piece of mistake, <laughs> this is a really big mistake, and I actually find that this, you're going to hear me saying this a lot, but this is especially a beginner mistake or someone who is just starting to get their their ideas and their products out to the world. You're rushing the process. So if you're not spending the time getting consistent, setting up systems, building that audience relationship and the actual audience You're rushing the process, period. You're not giving yourself enough time to get all the pieces together. You're not giving yourself enough time and you're not giving your audience enough time either. So in addition to that, because you're not giving yourself enough time, because you're rushing the process, you're limited in your communication. You're not communicating enough. You're not You're not communicating in the right places. You haven't given yourself enough time to find the right places, okay? So rushing the process means so many different things 
kind of get glossed over and you just say, oh, can I just do a webinar and create my course and then it'll sell on autopilot? <laughs> no, it, that does not how it works. So um, in addition to all of that, and I, I could kind of like, this is like a winding conversation. So if this makes you a little queasy as I go through this, just know that it's making me queasy too, because I'm seeing myself in some of these. And it's not like you're going to be somehow immune to them after you have your first launch. But just knowing about them, reminding yourself not to rush the process. That's, I, if there's anything that I would say, don't rush the process when you're a beginner, when you're first starting out. Give yourself that time to build the audience, to nurture that relationship with them, and to start communicating in the right places and setting up your systems. That's really what Fearless Launching is all about. It's about giving yourself the system and kind of that stability and that foundation so that in the future, there will be no rushing the process. The process is already set up. So... The one thing I will say is that in our kind of rush to get things out to people, we often think that we need to overly complicate things. So yeah, you've been setting up your systems. Let's say you've been getting consistent. Let's say you've been building your audience. I've definitely seen it time and again where people who think they, who see the like bigger launches, like people in their industry who are doing lots of different things, like they're doing a webinar, like they've got an email sequence, like they've got um, timed bonuses and they've got a challenge and they've got multiple layers of things along the way. They've got all the, they've got like a live stream they're doing or 5 million live streams and they've got, um, whatever the case is, like whatever someone in your audience is doing, and it might seem like they're everywhere and they've got ads running. So they overly complicate the process by thinking they need to do everything. And I want to encourage you to look at your launches like a layer cake. And you want to build each, each launch becomes a different layer. So, and, and I take my business this way too. start with what you can do comfortably get comfortable with that and then add the next layer I know I know that people are doing some amazing things and you might be like oh my gosh this person did this that and the other thing and I want to do that too but sometimes in these early stages when we're naturally eager to get our ideas out to the world when we are naturally we're just like ready to start making money and we forget about the fact that maybe building our audience, focusing on that relationship by the way we communicate, how consistent we are communicating, setting up systems so that we stay consistent and we're continually nurturing and building and, and, and interacting. Sometimes in that rush, we kind of like, okay, we got that set up. Let's do this. We get overly kind of, con not to say confidence is a bad thing, but we get overly um, worried that we don't have enough. Um, this actually reminds me of my ex-mother-in-law who would constantly, like she would make dinner for all of us, a family, like say dinner. And I, and she's Russian, first of all, I think you should know that um, because it's very Russian of her to do this, where it was fish, there was salad. And like, veggies and like a few little sides but the table 
was kind of bare. And it was driving her crazy. And she was like, um, should I warm up this? Should I make this? And we're, we were all like, uh, fish and veggies is actually fine. We don't need any more. So <laughs> don't overly complicate the process. Don't try to be a Russian babushka, um, grandmother baba. So now these are all common. And I've really, like I said, I've made them all. And they are so easy to fix. Okay. So let's say you're like, well, Anne, if I try to like figure out, like, I'm going to have to define my ice, my ideal customer, build my audience and relate, how long is that going to take? And then I have to set up systems too. What if I just like want to put something out there tomorrow? Like, like the thing is, is like, you might not be able to fix all these all at once. And so I recommend just focusing on one or two of these at a time to improve your launches. So maybe the first thing, the first priority on this beginner's mistakes list is paying attention to who your ideal customer is and building your list. Okay. Building your list and focusing on being consistent for them, whether that's by email, whether, and maybe you're consistent, getting consistent publishing, publishing something. Maybe that just looks like uh, one or two posts a week on your main social media channel. Maybe that's what it looks like at first. Okay. And then slowly over time, you can add the weekly podcast and you can add the weekly newsletter, and then you can add the the maybe weekly live stream that you decide to do on your main platform. But just focus on getting to know your audience first, building the audience and the list, your launch list. And we talk more about that inside. Well, I talk about it in all my programs, but that if you do those things and focus on your person, focus on building those people and those relationships, and then everything you do is going to be about that, that's where you should focus your attention. Not should I use lead pages or Kajabi or Teachable or Thinkific. Yes, those are important, but that's a separate that's a separate thing, really. Um, except maybe when you're building your list, maybe you're like, I want an easy landing page builder, and you know you don't need Kajabi if you need one landing page if you don't already have Kajabi. Okay. So now, since I'm here talking about these mistakes, I did want to make sure that you knew that I wanted to invite you to a free masterclass that talks about some of these issues and walks you through the simple process because everything here, like I'm talking about overly complicated launches and that does happen. So I want to make sure that you know a simple way to get your launch up and running for your course, your coaching program, for whatever else it is that you're launching. Now, I don't necessarily speak to e-commerce brands, so I want to make sure that that's super clear. Product-based businesses are going to be slightly different. You're going to definitely gain something from this masterclass, but make sure to go to ansamoylove.com forward slash masterclass. Watch that. Um, I do update that every few months. It, you can pick a time and you can see it. I actually really love scheduling when I see these masterclasses because I watch them too. So pick a time where you know you can sit, take some notes and really figure out where you are in the process and let it be easy. Okay. So let's move on to someone who has a little bit more experience, maybe someone who's launched one or two times, maybe you've been launching little things here and there. And 
here's the thing though. The biggest mistakes for someone who has a little bit more experience is that they don't learn from the mistakes that they made when they were first starting out. They don't learn how they, they kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again. And that's not good either. So some other things unique to this little bit more experienced thing is that sometimes the way to deal with these mistakes is by getting help so that your the load isn't completely on you. And even if you do have a faster schedule and you want to launch more quickly, you've got other people to help you with it. Or you've got other businesses or companies or whatever. However you decide to get your help. Now, I'm not saying you have to have a full-time team because I don't. I have people that I can reach out to for editing my podcast, for writing my show notes, for doing transcripts, for uh, designing little things for me. So that's fine too. And you can do what is what works for you. Okay. Now, the next thing though is the way that you're going to find out and figure out what actually happened. Like when you were a beginner, when you were first starting out, you might not start by tracking your results and looking at the numbers. But once you get a little bit more experience and you start understanding at least the process and you start realizing that you don't know why something is or isn't working, this is when we need to be tracking our results, okay? Your gut is important. And I know you went into this business with a passion and you maybe you wanted to launch a course that because you were so passionate about helping a certain type of person or started coaching or consulting or maybe you're a designer, whatever the case is, I know that your gut and your passion is important. Your gut and your heart are important. But the facts become even more important as you become more experienced and as you start doing this, because, you know, no one's out of the woods when they've got a little bit more experience, but the biggest thing you can do for yourself is to find out what the impact of your actions is. What is the impact? And that's why getting help, tracking, looking at the numbers, understanding those things is what's going to get you out of this this phase of just kind of re- the the little more experienced person repeats their mistakes that's where you need to think about is that am i repeating mistakes and do i even know what my mistakes are okay the sooner you start looking at your numbers the sooner you'll know how to fix products launches etc campaigns promotions whatever that could be selling better or Maybe you'll even decide, you know what, I'm going to stop selling this. So this is, this is a crucial point. Like even someone with a little bit more experience, the thing is like the beginner mistakes become even more potentially damaging because it's like, you, you know, so you know, just enough now to be dangerous. (laughs) So do yourself a favor, get help and start tracking your results. Um, Sometimes it takes longer than others for people to get this. And um, I am one of those people. I'll just, I'll just out myself right now. I'm one of those people who I can do everything. I can literally find the code to add the bar to the top of my website. I can figure out how to do everything. And that's actually dangerous because then I start thinking that people just get in my way if I hire help. So it takes, so that's why I don't have a full-time team right now. I did um, over the last couple of years, but right now, just due to some other things, I am not 
I'm working actually on focusing focusing my attention on getting help for specific things and really defining what those things are that I should and shouldn't be working on. And so now content creation, marketing, you know, assets, big project plans, the vision, that's really where I'm, where I'm trying to stay. Um, even tracking my results, I'm staying in that phase, but it took me a long time to get there, to really be looking at the numbers and being like, what is going on? I just don't understand. I need this to work better, you know? And instead of just saying that, now I have an understanding of how that's working. And hopefully soon I'll have someone else helping me look at those results as well. Um, all right. <laughs> so advanced. Let's talk about someone who's a little bit more advanced. You've had some good launches, you've had bad launches, or you've had like tough launches. Maybe you think, you know what, I'm experienced enough to know exactly what happened. Um, and I am feeling really confident. I, I don't have any problem launching new things. And I got to tell you, again, this is something I said in the beginning, you're not, you're not immune to mistakes that happen to someone who's just starting out. Because what often will happen, and I've seen this over and over again with clients who have a good deal of experience with their, let's say their main product, and then they rush to launch and just assume because one thing did one way that the, that their new product, maybe for a totally different audience even, will do just as well, will perform in the exact same way. Rushing to launch without any buildup is not good. I don't care who you are. I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine Marie Forleo not, like imagine, okay, right now you might think, oh, well, her B-School happens every year, kind of like February-ish, March-ish, something around then. You might think that. But do you know that she starts talking about the B-School waitlist months and months before that? Imagine if she didn't. Imagine if she just decided not to mention it, not to put a PS in her emails, not to put a bumper on the end of her Marie TV episodes. Even those little things let people know something is coming. Even the, the mentions that might happen during her Marie TV episodes leading up to her launch, her, her B-School, like her video series that she might do, like she did this year, Imagine she never even said anything and she just put it out. Sure, she's well known enough so that people will see that. But just like Marie, you she couldn't she couldn't do that indefinitely. People would get upset because they would miss B school. Now, I I know other people in the online business space who have done this and have had bad results because they did zero leaking of their launch leading up to it. It can happen. So if you are someone who considers yourself a little bit more advanced and you've got an established audience, know that you need to also build up to your launch. I love um, Stu McLaren's launch runway, how he talks about it. I call it launch leaking, but he calls it a launch runway and he has a really a different process that he goes through before his launches that really focus on stories and storytelling in terms of people who've done, who've taken their knowledge and turned it into a membership site or a membership community. And 
literally from January until I want to say April, he's sharing those. He might not be saying get on the wait list from January, but he's definitely building up to the launch. He is mentioned, he's talking about his launch date. He's, he's letting people know at least a month in advance that they can get on that list. He is showing up, he's being visible, but that's, that's like four months, even in the midst of the coronavirus and all of the stuff that's been happening in 2020 this year, he was still doing that. So just know that when you're an advanced We've got like an established audience, you know, maybe you've been doing your podcast for years. Like for me, I consider myself advanced in a sense, but I know where my, where things falter for me. And I know that whenever I rush to launch anything without any buildup, things don't go well. I need several, several weeks, if not months to really prepare myself and my audience to make sure that my launch performs the way I want it to. So some other ways that you can avoid the mistakes that I've listed above are simplifying, right? So simplifying your, and this really goes for everybody. I think that, I think that there have been some recurring themes in today's episode. Simplify what you're actually doing in your launch. I can give you tons of examples of people who have literally one main thing that they're doing during their launch to help people make their decision. A webinar, a video series, a challenge, not all of the above, like one. Okay, so simplify. Systems. Systems do something that I've been trying to kind of, I feel like I'm on a soapbox lately about systems, but systems allow you, uh, get help you, Promote, share, spread the word, give people that teaser of what's happening without you getting in the way. Because systems are going to be there and hopefully you have some automated systems and some scheduled systems. So automated systems happen like lead magnets. You know, if you set something up, there's like a series afterwards, maybe you have a wait list, maybe there's like an email series that happens after that, that leads people nicely to the launch. But like that stuff makes it easier for you to get ready to launch. If you have those things in place, even if you're having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month, those things are happening on autopilot, constantly having to let people know you have something to download, like a lead magnet is not something you're going to want to do in real time. So systems allow you to step back a little bit. Automated systems. You can also have systems that are scheduled, but those require your intervention. And sometimes we just get in our own way as entrepreneurs. We do. So I like to have automated systems that allow me to keep things going no matter what's happening in my personal life. I've had way too many things happen in the last few years where if I hadn't had those, there would, be, there would have been no promotion. There would have been no new fearless launchers. There would have been no list growth because I was dealing with a lot personally, right? So think about your systems. Um, now, in terms of your launch, you got to have a schedule, Give yourself that time. Give yourself six to eight weeks of time and give yourself a little bit more time before that to be building your launch list. 
and serving. So serving, speak to the struggle of the person you're serving. What do they need? And if you know your person well enough, like that beginner mistake of not knowing your person well enough and not having any interaction with them, well, then who are you serving? So simplify systems, schedule, and serving are the ways to really avoid most of the mistakes that people make on their launches. Um, And that's it. I want you to know that Mistakes can happen. I have made, like I'm looking through these right now on my Google Doc here. I'm looking at these and realizing that sometimes they falter, even though I think I know what I'm talking about. Even recently, I went through and redefined who Fearless Launching was for. And I was like, you know, what if I just focused on coaches and course creators and people who are creating online education? What if that's what I focus on? Sure, Fearless Launching can help authors. Sure, they can help podcasters who are trying to come up with their podcast launch. Sure, they can help different types of businesses launch their products and services. But let's say I just focused on people who are creating online courses or coaching programs, or they're just bringing their expertise online in some other educational format. What if I just focused on them? Okay, so that ICA, that person is going to be at the core of everything you do. So you're getting consistent for them. You're setting up your systems for them. You're giving yourself enough time before your launches for them. Okay. All right. I would love to know if you have any questions. You can always reach out to me on drop over on Instagram and hit me up over there. There's usually a post at Ansamoy Love. I also have a little podcast profile, but I'm not there that much. But if you send me a message, I see it at fearlesslaunchingshow.com. I mean, Fearless Launching Show. And that's it. I Remember, I will post the mistakes blog posts that have been posted in the past in today's show notes. So make sure to check those out. If you just want to like, have your list of potential downfalls that you want to avoid. Plus, they give you a really great to-do list and action list. And they'll make sure that you don't make those mistakes too. All right. That's it for today. I will see you soon. Next week's episode is going to be crazy. And I'm a little bit nervous about sharing it. So um, I can't wait to share that with you. In the meantime, I want to see and hear what you're launching. So make sure to leave a comment below, reach out to me, and I can't wait to see you on the next or hear you or talk to you on the next week's episode. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.